Hello everyone, welcome back to the pod. My name is Gabby and this is On Cloud Nine. I hope you guys are feeling so beautiful and gorgeous. And if you're not, that's also fine. If you feel so beautiful, gorgeous and amazing every day, that would honestly be psychotic and that's just not realistic. So if you're feeling a five out of 10, that's also awesome. You made it, you're alive and you know, that counts for something. It is October 3rd today, one of the most iconic days of all time. And with it also being October, I wanted to make everyone aware that October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. My philanthropy in college was domestic violence awareness. I was in AKIO. I went to University of South Carolina. Love it there. Wish I never had to leave. So with that being said, I wanted to give some resources at the beginning of this to see if anybody needs it or if a friend of a friend needs it or anything like that. There are a lot of things out there to help you and when you're in a really negative situation or abusive relationship. It's actually really scary. Um, One in four women will experience intimate partner violence in their lifetime and that's like just a statistic in the U.S. and that is from the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence website. So that is an accurate statistic. Um, I was in an incredibly emotionally abusive relationship, the last one that I had. It was one of the most horrible experiences of my entire life. So with my philanthropy being domestic violence awareness and with it being October, I just wanted to bring all these resources together at the top of the episode in case anybody needs them. So you can go to rain.org. And RAIN stands for Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network. And there are a lot of really great resources on that page. A lot of clickable links. Um, There are some hotline phone numbers on there as well. I live in North Carolina. So you can go to safealliance.org. And that is another website where women in North Carolina and the Charlotte area can get assistance if you're in an abusive or really negative and unsafe relationship because unfortunately this affects a lot of women and there's probably one person that you know or a friend of a friend who has had a really negative abusive really scary relationship so the girls got to stick together and keep girling as hard as we possibly can because men are scary and men are our biggest predators so you have to stay safe and stay smart if you can I also recommend taking a self-defense class I took one in college and yeah I'm 27 but those are things that have stuck with me since I took that class I think it was my sophomore year it was specifically for women it was a women's self-defense class so if you have the resources and ability to be able to do that I highly recommend because unfortunately we just have to always be on like our heads always have to be on a swivel and we always just have to be really aware of what's going on because men are really scary so yeah I just wanted to make everyone aware that October is domestic violence awareness month and there are a lot of resources out there if you need something or one of your girlfriends needs something or a friend needs something There are people out there who are going to be able to help you and you are supported. Okay, now that we covered that, I don't really have too many life updates. I am still laid off. I still have not really applied to too many jobs because I am just really overwhelmed and it's just really overwhelming. So I apply to the ones that I really want and that's about it. So if you're out there and you got laid off, don't feel like you're not doing enough when you're not applying to 100 jobs a day because I find it very mentally emotionally 
draining and I need a nap afterwards. So save yourself the despair and anguish and just try and keep it light and positive. And honestly, that's all we can do. I started reading again and hot take, I would rather read on a Kindle than read a paperback book. I think Kindles are great. If there's a word in your book that you don't understand, you can literally look it up on the Kindle. It's so much more convenient. You can adjust the brightness. You can adjust the warmth of the page, like the tone. And I never need a paper book ever again in my entire life. And I I don't care. I would rather read on a Kindle than a paper book. I'm reading Malibu Rising right now. I know that was popular last summer, maybe two summers ago, but I don't care. I didn't read it last summer or two summers ago. I'm reading it now and it's really great so far. I'm only like a third of the way through, but I really like it. So with that, getting into today's episode, I wanted to do my hot takes. Not all of them are going to be super spicy and super sizzly and so scandalous, Some of them might be lukewarm to you, but that's fine. I love hearing other people's hot takes on random things. So just wanted to rattle off a list of mine. Starting with the first one. If Kylie Jenner wants to live in Malibu on a farm so bad and just live a quiet life with her chickens and her dogs, then she should go and do that. She always talks about how she wants to just be on a farm out in Malibu and live on land with her and her kid, then you should go and do that. Then why are you still filming? Then why are you the face of Acne Studios? Like nobody cares. But if you're going to talk about how you want to like not be in the spotlight, then don't be in the spotlight. Jeffree Star moved to Wyoming. Like I don't understand what the dilemma is. Then you should go and do that. If you want to be on a farm so bad, you have all the resources in the world, but you don't actually want to do that. So then you should stop saying you want to live on a farm. Second one, um, I don't want to go on a dinner date if I get asked on a date because I would rather die than watch you chew and listen to you chew your food and watch you eat a meal when I don't even know you on a first date. Like I really don't ever want to watch a man cut his food with a fork and knife and chew it in it. Like I, I can't even talk about it because that's just so not something that I want to watch. I am a drink state kind of girl and it's really because are we going to pretend that I'm going to sit there and eat a full meal and try and have a conversation with you and we're also going to be trying to eat and I can't talk with my mouth full even though I usually do that because I'm a real person and I'm not the queen of England. So we're going to sit down at a restaurant, try to get to know each other while we're both eating full blown meals. That doesn't make any sense to me. Don't take me to dinner. I don't want that. Like we can go to dinner once I already know you. And also I want an appetizer. I want to probably share an entree, which nobody wants to do because there'll be a full grown man and I have to get dessert. So it's like we're going to be sitting there for like an hour and a half and then you're trapped because I'm not leaving without getting dessert, but I'm not going to watch you eat it. So I actually don't want to go on a dinner date and I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. I would rather do a drinks date or a wine date because it's lower effort and it's lower stakes like I don't have to sit down at a nice restaurant and eat a full-blown meal with you I would rather just go get a drink and if I'm not having a good time slurp my drink down and then be like okay I have to go home now because I need to go back to my pets I also and speaking of food I hate meals that come with salad like if you order a an entree for dinner and then they're like oh and it comes with a side salad I don't want the fucking side salad I want hot crispy McDonald's french fries as my quote side salad I don't want a side salad with my meal that's not what I want and that's not what the people want either so I'm not gonna eat the salad I pick at it and pretend like I'm gonna eat it and I don't want it I don't really like salads in general 
they're not enough. Like there's not enough sustenance in a salad where I can fully enjoy that. I like Greek salads with chicken and that's really, I hate drinking water. If I do drink water, it's going to have liquid IV in it or it's going to be a bubbly water or it's going to have some sort of extra sparkle. If you're going to serve me a glass of water at a restaurant and a margarita, I'm not going to touch the glass of water. It's just going to be the margarita that I'm drinking for that whole night. I won't get a water unless I'm about to pass out from dehydration. I don't drink water at home. My Stanley right now is full of liquid IV water. I need a mixer. I can't just be drinking water and just raw dogging it. Like I hate drinking water, especially cold water with ice. I don't want that. Don't give me any water with ice. I'm never going to drink it. I need a Coke Dr. Pepper Sprite liquid IV. I don't know. I need something other than water. That's not going to be it for me. Oh, I love plastic straws. I said it. I love plastic straws. When you're good, when you're going through the Starbucks drive-thru and they're like, do you want a straw? Yes, I do want a straw actually because how am I supposed to drink this without a straw? I'm just going to like be tipping it back into my mouth like a Neanderthal. No, give me that plastic straw because you know what? It's actually not the average consumer's plastic straws that are ruining the globe in general. It's not us that are contributing the most to global climate change. And it's definitely the big corporations that are worth billions and billions of dollars that contribute to all of the fossil fuels going into the air and the atmosphere. It's not my fucking plastic straw from my grande oat milk matcha that I'm getting at the Starbucks drive-thru. So you know what? Yeah, give me my plastic straw and stop giving me a paper straw. And you know what? If I go to a restaurant and I sit down and I get a margarita and... They give it to me without a straw. I'm going to ask for a straw. I also preface, I used to work as a server almost my entire life. Ever since I had a job, I was pretty much always a server. So I'm never rude and I never make anyone's life difficult ever, ever. I hate that. I actually think it's so disgusting and embarrassing if you are embarrassing sitting at a table and you're being weird to the waiter or you're being embarrassing talking about like the cost of your food. Be like, oh my God, that wasn't worth $20. You're going to shut your fucking mouth and you're going to eat it and you're going to like it. But if I get a drink without a straw, I'm going to ask, do you guys have straws? Can I please get a straw? That would be great. Thank you. So I love plastic straws. Continuing on the food topic, I love buying organic food and spending $10 on a carton of eggs, but I also love Taco Bell, McDonald's, and Chick-fil-A. I love drinking soda. I love Dr. Pepper Coke. I'm not like a big Diet Coke girl, but I love going through the drive-thru of my favorite fast food restaurant. When I go to Taco Bell and I get a black bean crunch wrap supreme and a side of chips and cheese, It's stunning. It's a stunning experience. I love Taco Bell. I love getting Chick-fil-A. I love getting a Happy Meal from McDonald's or chicken nuggets and a large fry from McDonald's. Or sometimes I go through the drive-thru at McDonald's and I get a large Coke and a large fry and that's my dinner. You know what I mean? But do I love buying organic food and buying pasture-raised eggs for $10 a carton? Yeah, I do. And you know what? Life is all about balance. I'm not going to eat McDonald's every day and I'm not going to eat organic food every day. And that's just on having healthy boundaries and understanding my brand and myself. You know what I mean? Like you're allowed to do both. Two things can be true at once. And with that, I don't drink milk. I drink oat milk. First choice. Second choice is almond milk. But I love ice cream, which obviously has cow's milk in it. But I won't buy a gallon of milk to keep in my refrigerator because I think drinking milk is absolutely disgusting. Maybe that's another hot take. I think if you drink cow's milk, that's heinous. But I used to drink cow's milk. I I was that girl. I grew up drinking 
milk and eating bowls of cereal and like I still love cereal cereal is one of my favorite dinners meals snacks whatever you want to call it but I now drink it with oat milk or almond milk I won't drink it with cow's milk because I took a class in college one time and they talked a lot about how we source our food and a lot of the rules and regulations or lack thereof about how we get a lot of our produce and food in America and things that I will never forget played into why I don't drink milk anymore so if you drink milk honestly I think that's so disgusting I don't drink milk and I will never buy another gallon of milk in my life. I think being a horse girl is actually really chic. And I think being an equestrian is incredibly classy. I don't know why horse girls get so much hate. I think they're so chic and classy and cool. Like you're telling me an equestrian girl, like the Ralph Lauren girl in the English countryside riding a horse, you cannot tell me she's a horse girl. And you know what? I'm going to name horse girls right now who are everything. Gigi Hadid, Bella Hadid, Paige Lorenz. Case closed. I don't think Friends is funny. And I don't think Seinfeld is funny. And again, no notes. That's a period. They're not funny. And I'm not going to watch them. I will never be doing a natural nail summer. I saw Alex Earl going around this summer. She was like, I'm not getting nail." Sorry, that could never be me. That could quite literally never be me. If you see me without gel nail polish on my nails, you should come up to me and ask me if I'm okay. And the answer is going to be no. Getting my nails done and having my nails done just makes me feel incredibly put together. And I think there's something to be said about that. I feel like everyone has their one thing, whether that's their hair, their clothes, their makeup, maybe their skincare, their jewelry, their nails, that really just is like, you know what, everything else can be going to shit, but if I have this one thing together, I'm going to live to see another day. For me, that's having my nails done. So I'm never going to be part of the natural nail girl summer, whatever was going around this summer. I'm never going to be that girl. I'm never going to not have nail polish on. I ha- I've been painting my own nails, getting my nails done since I was probably four years old. So that's not going anywhere and I don't know why we're even supporting that. We need to be we need to stop supporting not getting your nails done. Like knock it off. Just get your nails done or paint your own nails. I have gel nail stuff at home. Like I do that too sometimes. I prefer getting my nails done because I found a really amazing nail tech. And I do prefer to go and do that, but I also know how to do my own nails and I used to paint my own nails all the time and I have all the stuff. So please be so serious with with that. And another thing about being so serious, can we please, Sophia Richie is not living a life of quiet luxury. I'm going to need everyone to be so fucking for real about that. Do you know who her parents are? Do you know who her sister is? Her sister is Nicole Richie and her sister's husband is the lead singer in Good Charlotte. And then Sophia Richie's dad is Lionel Richie. And on top of that, Sophia Richie's godfather was Michael Jackson. So can we please stop calling Sophia Richie the queen of quiet luxury? She is anything but the queen of quiet luxury. I've never seen someone scream luxury more in my entire life. She's not quiet luxury. So please stop. Everything she wears head to toe is always designer. Chanel this, Chanel that, Bottega this. Luxury brands that I've never even heard of before because I don't live in Hidden Hills, California. You know what I mean? So I need everyone to wake up 
and go fucking touch some grass and stop saying that Sophia Richie is quiet luxury. Nothing she does is quiet luxury. Absolutely nothing. Like she has a, her engagement ring alone, I think is $2 million or something astronomically expensive. Like, yeah, manifesting that for myself. I want a $2 million engagement ring too. Like no hate on that. I love that. But she's not quiet luxury. If anyone is quiet luxury, probably like Jasmine Tooks. She's more of a quiet luxury girl if I had to pick one. And then we have Kylie trying to do the quiet luxury thing. And it's like, okay, I'm, I need to go lay down. I'm not, I'm not here for it. And I don't even think that people really know what quiet luxury is. Like all of the brands that a lot of celebrities wear that we see in, you know, on Instagram, on TikTok, like in whatever, it's usually name branded things. And it's not quite luxury. So I'm just like really confused by that. Like, you know that she's carrying a Bottega bag because it's a classic woven Bottega style. What about that is fucking quiet luxury? Someone please explain that to me and make that make sense. Thank you. Um, I, I love Lululemon and I think it's worth the price. I'm just going to say it. I'm a Lulu girl and I love it. And you know what? I have a pair of leggings that I bought for myself for my birthday when I was a sophomore in college and I still have them and I still wear them and they don't even look old. So yeah, I said it. I love Lululemon and I think it's worth every penny. And I happily walk into the store and happily tap my card on the card reader and walk out with a big ass grin on my face because it makes me so happy. But on the flip side, I really dislike getting dressed I really would love to just wear athleisure all the time and this is on this is my hot takes I know a lot of the girls on TikTok right now really live for getting dressed and the fashion of it all I don't really know how to dress myself all that well my style is very simple it's always like jeans and a t-shirt but really I'm a comfy queen so I wish I could just wear running shorts and t-shirts everywhere all the time so getting dressed actually stresses me out And I don't necessarily love getting dressed, picking out clothes, buying new clothes. It actually gives me a lot of anxiety. And when I have a lot of money, the first thing I'm going to do is hire a stylist. I would love to have a personal stylist. She shops for me, picks out things for me, sends me things. That's my dream to have a stylist curate every outfit that I wear. That's just not space in my brain that I have room for. It's so much of my brain is taken up with makeup and Sephora and beauty products and everything that is involved about beauty skincare that I don't really have room for clothes. So and last couple my hot takes kind of go with dating. I don't think love is blind like it's just not I'm sorry I don't know why people think love is blind and I my love is not blind honestly like I'm just gonna say it like I just need to be with someone who is handsome sorry like it's not what's on the inside that counts all the time sometimes it's what's on the outside and I'm not saying only go for looks what's on the inside doesn't matter that's absolutely not what I'm saying but I I think you're lying to yourself if you're saying there aren't physical attributes of people that you're interested in or people you're dating now or whatever that you find attractive and that that plays into why you like them that's not the only thing that matters but that whole quote love is blind and like the show love is blind like It's really not like if I mean, yes, you can grow to love attributes and aspects of somebody and that makes them like the more you love them, the more you find them attractive, which I definitely understand. 
But when you're in a public place or you're looking for anyone, you're always like, oh, who in here is cute? That's that's physical. So I don't know what the fuck anyone is ever talking about love is blind because everybody does that. Whether you're looking at girls or guys or whoever, you're always like, oh, he's hot. She's hot. Oh, my gosh. He's cute. She's cute. So I don't really need like, please don't be out here being like, oh, my God, it's what's on the inside that counts. Yeah. Okay. And what's on the outside. It's both. It's a dance. It's a tango. It's a give and a take. It's the yin and the yang. We're not only doing what's on the inside. It's what's on the inside and the outside. And when you have the perfect mix of both, that's your perfect person. And you know, I say perfect person, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Obviously nothing's perfect. Nobody's perfect. That's not what I'm talking about. But it's a, it's a lot of factors play into when you're dating and when you're finding someone attractive and Physical attributes definitely play into that. And this is my last hot take. I don't want to live with a boyfriend until I'm engaged. And I say this because the last boyfriend I had was the biggest psycho I've ever met and will probably ever meet in my entire life. And I just count my lucky stars every single day and just tell myself, thank God we never lived together. Thank God we never moved in together. That I know that that's a milestone for a lot of people and a lot of people look forward to moving in with their significant other because it is exciting. And then people go, well, I mean, if I can't live with them, then that's not going to work. Okay, but I don't need to live with you and see you every single day to know a lot about who you are and your habits. Like, yes, some of those will be uncovered by living together. But if you can't figure it out before that, I think that's an even bigger red flag. If you're like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work until we move in together. That's a little bit aggressive. Like you should be pretty sure about who you're with before moving in. And I also don't think moving in together is the make or break period for your relationship. And guess what? I thought I was going to marry every boyfriend I've ever dated. And imagine if I lived with every boyfriend I've ever dated, that would have been an absolute fucking nightmare. Untangling your life together. What if you have pets? You have multiple shared pieces of furniture. And like, what if I love antique furniture if I could afford it and really beautiful decorations and things like that? It's like, Why would I be wanting to split things like I'm getting divorced and we're not even engaged or married? I would just save myself the misery of doing that because breaking up with someone is already absolutely miserable and it's one of the worst experiences ever. So I don't feel the need to live with somebody until I'm engaged. And here's where I'm going with that. I love my own space. I live alone and I've always lived alone outside of like living at home and then I just lived by myself. I've never had a roommate And this is post-college. I had roommates in college. But after college, I've always lived alone and I really value my own space. And if anything happens, as women, we just really need to be financially prepared to support ourselves and to be able to leave if we need to. And again, it's unfortunate and sad that that's the reality we have to live. But if we know that now, then just be prepared. And I don't think we have to view it as sad. Like I do... I just said I do find it sad, but just know if you live alone and you have your own things and your own life, that's a win. And that's something that no one can ever take away from you. And once you started, once you start playing house and getting entangled, and I'm speaking from the perspective of myself, of someone who wants to get engaged and then get married. But here's where I'm going with this. 
You move in with this boyfriend. You're like, oh, this is going to be great. And then maybe he gets complacent. And then he's like, mm, we don't really need to get engaged soon. So it's like, you know what? If you want to live with me so bad, then you can fucking propose to me and we can get married. Like, I'll get engaged. Then you can live with me. The prize is getting to live with me. I'm not going to be playing wifey and doing all these things and playing house for someone who's not my husband. Like, I'm just not doing it. And that's probably on having an incredibly traumatic, awful, like, negative experience with my last boyfriend. But that's my personal journey and how I want to move forward. And that's on period. So I also feel like that's really unpopular. And a lot of people are like, that's so psychotic. Like you learn so much about them while you're getting while you live together. Also, why the fuck would I want to live with a boyfriend in like a 750 square foot apartment so I can rip his hair out? Why would I want to do that? Like you have to be able to buy me a home. I can't just be on top of you. I don't want your beard trimmings all over the bathroom sink. That's disgusting. Like I need to have my own space. And until you can afford to like support me and be a provider, I have no desire to live with you. Like, I'm sorry. I just don't. Maybe my perspective will change if I meet the right person. But right now I'm super single. So that's where my perspective lies on that. So if you're like me, shout out. So just wanted to put that out there for the other girls who kind of feel the same. Now we're going to move on to like recap corner, pop culture corner, and specifically NFL corner and I'm going to explain how to girl math your way through the NFL if you want to support a team I'm going to give you some options of who you can blindly choose to support for the rest of the season obviously we all know that Travis Kelsey plays for the Kansas City Chiefs so we all love Taylor Swift and we are now Chiefs fans that is a collective decision that we are making everywhere So if you're wondering who else is out there, if you want to support multiple teams or you're just kind of like, oh, I love football now and maybe I can, you know, watch multiple games if they're not playing at the same time. Jason Kelsey's Travis Kelsey's brother. Jason Kelsey plays for the Eagles. So if you would like to be if you would like to be a Philadelphia Eagles fan, go for it. Haley Steinfeld, our queen, is dating Josh Allen. Josh Allen plays for the Bills. So if you want to be a Bills fan, you are also supporting Miss Haley Steinfeld. Sierra Wilson, her husband, like Sierra, like our queen Sierra, one, two step. Sierra's husband plays for the Broncos, Russell Wilson. He used to actually play for the Seattle Seahawks for a really long time, and now he plays for the Broncos. So yeah, if you want to support Christian McCaffrey because he's so hot and delicious, he plays for the San Francisco 49ers. He used to play for the Panthers, but the Panthers are absolute trash. So don't recommend supporting the Panthers, but you can support Christian McCaffrey. And then in turn, Olivia Coppola is now his fiance. So there you go. Two for one, Sydney Warner, who is from Peter's season on The Bachelor, who used to be Sydney Hightower. She's married to Fred Warner, and he also plays for the 49ers. So 49ers are getting up there as a team that are going to be really good that is going to be really good to support so if you want to support another team I also recommend the 49ers because the wags are just going to be wagging and honestly that's a slay and another bachelor moment Hannah Ann who couldn't be further from the bachelor world she did such a good job at rebranding and completely pivoting after the bachelor like honestly good for her her now fiance plays for the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts. So you have a good pick of teams if you want to support them and if you want to support the girls. 
These are all NFL teams for the girls. So if you have any other ones that you have in mind, but we have to think of this from the girls' perspective. Like, this is NFL for the girls. We're not really talking about supporting football teams for the sake of football. Like, be serious. So my last little corner is going to be wearing, watching, drinking because I'm just obsessed. So wearing, I can't stop wearing my full zip gray Lululemon scuba hoodie. I go in phases of wearing it constantly and right now I'm wearing it every day. What I'm watching is the new season of American Horror Story because Kim Kardashian's on it. And I tried to watch some of the other episodes from the other season because I was like, oh, there's only one episode out. I'm going to try and watch another. It's actually really scary. I was really scared. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch any of the other seasons. I did try and I was scared. I watched the very first season, which came out when I was in high school, when the show first aired. And it was really good. But again, that one was scary too. So I think I'm just going to stick to the Emma Roberts, Kim Kardashian of it all. And I know she's in other seasons too because she's like, the star of the series. However, I think I'm only going to just be watching this season. And oh, speaking of Kardashians, I'm watching the new season of the Kardashians. It doesn't always pique my interest. Like I go in and out of phases of watching the Kardashians. Like I was lightly watching last year, but I saw that they just released the new episode for this season. I think it's season four and I'm obsessed. I will be watching every week. Also watching the Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. I am sickeningly obsessed with The Golden Bachelor. Jerry is so cute. I I want to put him in my pocket. I'm obsessed with him. A Midwest man, like he is so genuine, so tender, so cute. All the women on there are so gorgeous. And it's just such a cool, unique concept to give all these people who are in their 60s and 70s this opportunity to be able to do this I think it's so cool and so amazing so I'm obsessed and I just watched the first episode of Bachelor in Paradise I'm behind a week so I watched last week yesterday and also obsessed with that I don't know where I've been I've been sleeping on the Bachelor franchise again I go in and out I was really into it in college and now I'm just not. And lastly, what I've been drinking is I'm still on the green grape liquid IV. It is the sugar-free one because I accidentally bought the sugar-free ones when I was in Target because I just was not paying attention to the box. But it tastes exactly the same as the other flavors I've gotten before. I would have no idea it's sugar-free. And I never do this, but I picked up a bottle of wine when I was grocery shopping last week and I got a bottle of Decoy. It's a Cabernet because that's my favorite red. I love dry wine so Cabernet and then I'm a savvy bee girl all the way and it was so good I used to work in tons and tons of different restaurants because I was a server for forever and Decoy is a really good like middle tiered priced wine and I loved it and I'm not saying like oh I never buy wine for myself I just don't really drink when I'm at home by myself but I was making homemade penne ala vodka the Gigi Hadid spicy penne ala vodka recipe and I was like let me get a nice bottle of wine and it was really good so highly recommend if you're a wine girl hope you guys have a beautiful amazing gorgeous week and if you don't that's totally okay because every week and every day can't be beautiful amazing and gorgeous because then you just be a psychopath and no one wants to be a psychopath unless you're the funny hot cute kind okay love you bye